Hello, and welcome to ADHD Essentials, part of the ADHD Rewired Podcast Network. I'm your host, Brendan Mahan. I'm a former teacher and mental health clinician turned ADHD coach, trainer, and consultant. I can be reached at brendan at adhdessentials.com. Here at ADHD Essentials, we help families develop the skills and knowledge needed to better manage attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Visit ADHDessentials.com for more details. Registration for the next round of the ADHD Essentials online parent coaching groups closes on Monday. That's Monday, September 10th, 2018, for those of you listening in the far-flung future. Podcast time is weird. Luckily, there are still some spaces left. In fact, I've opened up another time slot. There will be a session running on Mondays and Wednesdays from 5.30 to 6.30 p.m. and another on Tuesdays and Thursdays from noon to 1 p.m. Please note that all times are Eastern Standard. We start the week of September 16th and run for seven weeks, finishing up during that last week of October that bleeds into November a bit. I've really enjoyed the conversations I've had with people so far and would love to speak to you as well. Go to ADHDessentials.com slash parent groups. That's ADHDessentials dot com slash P-A-R-E-N-T G-R-O-U-P-S for more information and to sign up for a free 15 to 20 minute pre-screening call to see if the groups are right for you. In fact, pause the show and head over there right now. I even put the link in the show notes. It's a quick sign-up form, and with registration closing on Monday, I don't want anyone to miss out on the groups because they got distracted by the amazing interview that comes up next. Go ahead. We'll wait. Are you back? Awesome. This is episode 36. I'm pretty jazzed about this episode. For those of you who have listened to all of them, you might recall that in episode 0, I mentioned that one of my goals was to get Dave Pilkey, the creator of Captain Underpants, on the show. Well, mission accomplished. Today is the day that episode drops. We recorded last week, and by coincidence, my sons were home from school due to teacher training. So not only is Dave on the show, but I get to share the mic with my boys as well, which is extra awesome because they're the reason I pursued getting Dave on the show to begin with. For those of you who care, they both ask two questions. And on each occasion, Nathan talks first and Gavin talks second. In today's episode, we talk about Dave's experience growing up with ADHD and dyslexia, and how it led to the creation of both Captain Underpants and Dogman. We also talk about how comics influenced him as a kid, and why he doesn't see ADHD as a disorder. All right, let's get rolling. You've talked previously about growing up with ADHD and dyslexia. It shows up in your books, it shows up in various articles across the internet. But just in case some of my listeners are not aware of that, what was it like for you as a kid with ADHD? It was actually very challenging because uh, this was in the early 1970s and they didn't even have the term ADHD back in those days. I was, I was diagnosed with extreme hyperactivity, that's what they called it. So the teachers didn't have any resources, nobody really knew what to do with, with me. And so what my teacher would do is send me out into the hallway because I was, I was very disruptive in class. 
I was always being silly. I was always talking. I couldn't control myself. I couldn't stay in my seat. So I got sent out in the hall a lot. Is that sort of where Captain Underpants comes from? Actually, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was sitting on the hall. I had nothing else to do. And I, I wasn't able to be a part of the classroom. And I had friends in there. And, and I, <laughs> I just wanted to be able to have this connection with the kids in my class. And, I, and it, it was also about identity with me because I didn't want to be seen as the bad kid or the, you know, the, the kid who couldn't read as well as everyone else. And so I would make these comics in order to have a kind of a communication or a connection with my classmates. So when I would see them, they all wanted to know what I'd been drawing or, or the new comic I made. And, and Captain Underpants came out of that um, time. And Dogman, too. I, was, I think Dogman was the first, one of the first characters that I ever created. It, it was just kind of a way to, to stay connected with everyone. That's cool. And I'm sure that both my kids and other kids out there are excited to hear that because that means that the things that kids are creating right now can come forward into, the, into adulthood and be and sort of take on a life that they might not have currently. Absolutely. Children are very powerful and they have, they have good ideas. And so uh, I think it's something that, that we should try to nurture in children and try to you know, uh, encourage them to, to be as creative as possible because you know, kids come up with great ideas. Yeah, I completely agree with you. And to me, sort of in my mind, that's one of the strengths of ADHD is that we can sort of keep a little bit of that childhood perspective and that certainly comes through in your work. Thank you. I feel the same way. I, I think that ADHD, at first it seemed like it was a challenge, but now when I look back on it, and even today, I still have it. I was officially diagnosed in my 20s, but I, I, I feel like it's a gift because, you know, kids, people with ADHD are often more creative. I, I think with my ADHD, it helps me to hyper-focus. I can focus on my work and, you know, making books is, you need a lot of concentration. It really helps me. That's awesome because... ADHD can go the other way too and make concentration hard sometimes. So it's great to hear that you're able to harness that hyper-focus to be productive and get the things done that you need to do. How did your parents respond to your ADHD challenges when you were a kid? My parents actually were very, very supportive. I, I, I wasn't getting a lot of the support I needed at school and they knew that. And so when I would come home, they were especially supportive. And, and I think that's what saved me. My parents encouraged me to make comics when I was a kid. In fact, they, they asked me to make a series of comics just, just for them because they knew that a lot of my comics that I was making at school were either getting lost or my teachers were uh, tearing them up because they, you know, they just didn't understand what I was doing. And so my parents, they were, they were sort of my salvation. The piece about your teacher tearing your comics up kills me. But I'm, I'm really happy to hear that your parents were supportive because I grew up, I mean, I grew up with ADHD too, and comics were a huge part of my childhood. I actually majored in comics in college, sort of unofficially. I would love to hear a little bit more about the role comics played because one of the challenges you've also mentioned is dyslexia. Yeah. Yet you turned into a writer and a reader, I would assume. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, you know, comics have been a huge, huge help for me because, uh, you know, having dyslexia that was diagnosed also when I was in the second grade and it was really tough for me. Um, I was having problems reading. I was having problems writing. I was having problems keeping up with everyone else. But with comics, there's these pictures that go with the words and the pictures give you clues to the meanings of the words. And, and so it was, uh, comics were very, very helpful. Um, I would read newspaper cartoons. I would read comic book collections. That's where my, my reading really took off by having my nose in a comic book constantly. Did you have any particular favorite comics? 
I loved collections of Peanuts comics. So Charles Schultz, uh, Charlie Brown and Snoopy, I was always reading and rereading those comics. I just had a, a very emotional connection, I think, with all of those characters. I was a fan of Peanuts and um, Rose is Rose for some reason. Oh, that's, that's a great comic. Were you like into superheroes and things like that too? Yeah, I was pretty heavily superheroes. Once I, I had a paper route in fifth grade, so I had a lot of money that I didn't need to spend that I did. <laughs> You've mentioned a little bit about the, the way ADHD has sort of supported you in getting your work done with the hyperfocus. Has it presented any challenges in adulthood at all? Yeah, I think sometimes, you know, it's, it's hard for me to multitask. Um, and I think a lot of people with ADHD have that problem as well. I, I can only really focus on one thing at a time. But if it's something that I'm very engaged with, um, then I can really take off with it. It's, it's, it's actually a, a blessing and a gift. But yeah, if I have to get a whole bunch of stuff done all at once, uh, I'm, I'm not, as, not as successful. <laughs> now, my kids are here with me. And they're both sort of getting a little anxious and they want to ask a couple questions. That would be great. I would love that. Cool. Nate, you want to ask something? With the first question, you said you made Dogman and Captain Underpants. It actually... Yes, yeah. Do that George and Harold are a little like you in before when it does fun facts about Captain Underpants. And uh -huh. you did make Captain Underpants, but I didn't realize that you were like exactly george and harold how you made dog man too as a kid yeah um you know george and harold are kind of they're sort of based on me so when i wrote the first captain underpants book i was really writing about myself but it's funny when you write a series and you have characters in your head they eventually take on a life of their own so i think by about the second or third book george and harold they were kind of their own personalities uh, i think my first character that i ever wrote about was dog man and I think that says that in the first Captain Underpants book, that they first they came up with Dog Man. And so I think by the ninth book, when I introduced George and Harold as kindergartners, I had them write writing Dog Man together on their first day of kindergarten. Gab, do you want to ask a question? So this is probably something that was going to come up eventually. You named the robot in Dog Man ADHD. Oh, yeah. We figured... It was going to come up soon, so I just brought it up now. Yeah, that was, um, that was a conscious thing, of course. There's a robot in the Dogman series called ADHD, although it's the number 80 with a hyphen and then the letters HD. And so it's a little bit of a play on words, but I felt like ADHD uh, was a very powerful character. He can do anything. He just sort of thinks and communicates differently. He doesn't use words, and so he has to find different ways to, to communicate. And I, I thought that was kind of a nice thing for, for um, my readers to understand that ADHD to me is just a different way of thinking. It, um, and it can actually be very powerful and, and um, just like the ADHD of the robot, he can do anything. And that reminds me actually of a scene in the Captain Underpants movie. Yeah. In the movie, Professor Poopy Pants is, uh, he's basically destroying humor in, in sort of the people in the town. And when he tries yeah. to snap the funny out of George and Harold's brain, it doesn't work because it's hardwired into them. As I was watching that, I immediately went to sort of the ADHD side of things and thought, that's like ADHD, like it's just there and we can't change it. We can work around it. We can find better s strategies, but it's going to be there all the time and there's no 
ray that can change it. Was that intentional? Was that an allusion to ADHD or was it just sort of a plot device? I think it actually was intentional. It was, it was a way to show that the George and the Herald, um, you know, part of ADHD is the last D is the word disorder. And I don't think of ADHD as a disorder at all. I think it is just, like you said, it's a hardwired different way of thinking. And I really do think that that was one of the messages they were trying to get across in the Captain Underpants film is that ADHD is, it's a part of us, you know, and, and it, it is a strength. It's not a weakness. It's not a disorder. It's just a different way of thinking. And, you know, we, we need different ways of thinking in this world. We don't all want to sing the same note or else we'd, we'd never have any harmony. That's really well put. Thank you for that. Um, just sort of being mindful of time. I know you only had about 15 minutes for us. Before we wrap up, do you have any ending essentials that you'd like to share with the audience around your work or any advice for kids that might be struggling with ADHD or their parents? Any, any final closing thoughts? If you're having some struggles with ADHD, one of the things that really was so good for me, and we touched on this earlier, but was, was reading comics, you know, having your nose in a graphic novel all the time. It's a, it's a great way. You know, if you're, if you're just learning to read, graphic novels are, are wonderful because, you know, you have these words and these pictures and they're connected. And so the pictures can give you contextual clues to the, to the meanings of the words. It can help with vocabulary acquisition because you're learning new words. And also it's, it's a great way to, to emotionally connect with something that, um, you know, cause you're looking at the words and then you're looking at the faces of the characters. So much, so much is going on. So many different parts of your brain are firing when you're, when you're um, reading graphic novels. So I would really recommend, you know, go to your library, ask, talk with your librarian, pick up some graphic novels. They, they were so helpful to me. And I think they really set me on a, on, on a good path. And I think they would be wonderful for your listeners, especially your young, your young listeners. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. That's a, as a former English teacher and a guy who majored in comics, that's where I start with lots of kids. And so my listeners can email me if they need ideas. And, and if you have any more time, both of my kids would love to ask another question. If you don't, that's okay too. Yeah, that's great. Nate, go ahead and then Gavin. I have one quick question about your next, about your next Dogman book. There's just one okay. thing I want you to add to it. Can you make there a giant caterpillar? <laughs> a giant caterpillar. Um, well, you know, I have, to, I have to be honest. The next Dogman book is already finished, the one that comes out in December. So it's too late to add a, a giant caterpillar to that, but I love the idea of the giant caterpillar. I know that in book uh, seven and eight, which I'm, I'm actually writing those books right now and, and illustrating, I know that Petey and little Petey are going to be working together on building some kind of a giant robot. And I think I might be a little inspired by your idea. That would be really cool if it started out as a caterpillar and, it, and then it turned into a beautiful butterfly. That would be really kind of nice. So, um, yeah. I think, I, I think I'm going to do that. I love that idea. I don't really have a question. I just didn't really get to finish my sentence about ADHD earlier. Now the robot. Okay. So his superhero name was Lightning Dude, and I know that the H in ADHD is hyper. So was that also intentional? Oh, for Lightning Dude? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the reason I chose Lightning Dude is because when I was younger, they used to consider ADHD a disorder. I think some people still do. And they used to use the term LD, which 
stood for learning disabled. And um, I remember thinking that that was a horrible thing to say, uh, because I think that kids with ADHD are not disabled at all. They, they just think differently. I wanted to give power to that, and I wanted to take away the stigma of, because I think some people still use the term LD, and I wanted to make it a, a powerful thing, and I wanted to hopefully give that back to some of my readers so that when they saw that, they would realize that, you know, hey, I'm very powerful, and, and I think differently, and that's a very, very good thing. That's awesome. Thank you very much. I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you too. I thank you, thank you, Brendan and Nate and Gavin. I I had a wonderful time talking to you. Thank you for your questions. They were very, very insightful. I appreciate it. How cool was that? Awesome. Hey, you're still here. Nice. Thanks for staying focused all the way through. If you have any thoughts or questions about today's episode, feel free to email me at Brendan at ADHDessentials.com. And don't forget to check out the website, ADHDessentials.com. And visit our Facebook community. I'm looking forward to talking to you again next week. In the meantime, keep focusing on improvement over perfection. 10% better is all you need.